Rabotai, uh, we want to say Bezat Hashem Rifuash for Moshe Ben Adel and a family friend, Esther Bat Adel, sponsored today by Sammy Sutton. Uh, the breakfast and the words of Torah, the Brachot should be for Rifuash Shlema. Amen. Amen. Vatere Rachel Kiloyalda Yaakov. She saw that she was unable to give birth for Yaakov, and she. She was jealous that her sister was able to have the Shvatim, was able to give birth, had all these wonderful kids to be able to raise as, uh, as the Shifte Israel. Vatomel Yaakov, she says to Yaakov, Give me sons. And if not, Meta Anochi, I'm going to die. And Yaakov gets angry with Rachel. Am I, instead of God, do I, do I have the keys to a childbirth that you're coming to me with these requests? Am I the one that did this to you? How could you think that you could come to ask me this question? Now, the, the Chazal tell us, and we, we, we're kind of puzzled by this response by Yaakov. First of all, we know that Yaakov loves Rachel. He loves Rachel to such a degree that he was working for her for 14 years. Now, is this woman, your wife that you love, comes to you in pain. She says, give me children. And what's his response? His response, my God, that you want me to give you children? Am I instead of God? That I have held back from you, Pribatin? So there's lots of different answers to this, uh, to this question. But I'd like to focus maybe just on two of them. The first answer, which I found fascinating. The answer was from Rav Moshe Polak, his from Sefer Vayidaber Moshe. He says, Rachel looked vatikane Rachel ba'achota. She was jealous of her sister. Now, what does it mean that she was jealous of her sister? Our rabbis tell us that this jealousy of, uh, of Rachel was a jealousy which is not something which is a problem. Rather, as she says on the spot, it was a jealousy vatikane. She was jealous of her sister's good deeds. She said, wow, look at what she's done. Must be that she's a much bigger tzaddeket than me if she's having children. That's what Rachel said to herself. Now, check this out. It's unbelievable. And then the immediate follow-up is, She says, give me, give me sons. Unbelievable. Check this. This is so beautiful. Rachel says she's jealous of her sister's mitzvot. She starts thinking, what mitzvot does she have? And I have to say, I wonder... If Rachel looked at Leah and came to the maskana, came to the conclusion that she had more mitzvot, or after analyzing her sister's mitzvot, came to the conclusion that they were the same. So she begins to wonder what the difference is between her maasim tovim and Rachel and Leah's maasim tovim. Why is it that she, with her deeds, got and I didn't get? And Rachel realizes there's one difference. Vayar Hashem kisinu'a Leah. God saw that Leah, compared to Rachel, wasn't the beloved one. She starts thinking to herself, one second, Yaakov Avinu. Maybe the reason why I'm not having children is because you prefer me in this marriage. You're giving me special preferential treatment. And her, maybe you're not treating with as much love. Maybe the reason why I'm not having children has nothing to do with God. Maybe it's because of you. Have Ali Banim, Yaakov. He hears what she says, so he responds in kind. Trying to give her what she wants, he responds to her harshly. 
thinking maybe that that will tip the scales. Maybe the reason why Leah is getting, getting children because HaKadosh Baruch is having mercy on her. So Yaakov deals with her in that way specifically for that point. Isn't that magnificent? What are you coming to me? What are you complaining for? Treating her in the way that maybe she needs in order to have children. One answer. Fascinating. A second answer which I saw, which was absolutely unbelievable, is that Rachel was actually asking Yaakov for something very different. She says, Give me children. What's Yaakov's answer? Very strange word. Am I under God? What should he say instead of, am I under God? He should have said, Ha'im ani Elokim, am I God himself? The word itself, Hatachat Elokim Anochi, gives us a clue. Magnificent. Rachel said, this is not the first time that we've experienced this in this family. Avraham Avinu couldn't have children either. But when Avraham and Sarai could not have children, Avraham and Sarai, what did God tell them? Lech lecha me'artzecha. Leave your land. Go Go to the land that I'm going to show you. Do you know why he needed to go to that land? Abraham Avinu says to God, not only can I not have children today, but I see in the stars that I'm never going to be able to have children. God says, go to Eretz Israel. And what happens when he gets there? He goes outside and he lifts him. Leave your star signs. Leave the influence of, this, of the Kochavim. He lifts him above the stars and he says, now you're going to have children. Now we look at that story and we think that when Abraham was lifted above the stars, above the mazalot, above his own mazal, that was something that God did specifically for him. But what we're not understanding is... That that was a function of the fact that Abraham had traveled to a place in which God, so to speak, could do that. The Gemara Sanhedrin says that a person who lives in Eretz Israel is Dome Kimish Yeshto Eloha. It's as if he has God. Someone who lives in Chutz Laaretz, Dome, it's as if She'en Lo Eloha. It's as if he doesn't have God. What? We live in this city, we don't have God? The Maharsha and others explain. That what it means is that when you live in one of the other countries of the world, those countries are not the Eretz of Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael means the land of Israel. In every other land on earth, you sit under the shilton, under the leadership, under the rulership, so to speak, under the mazal of the malach of the nation that you were living in their lands. And therefore everything needs to go through them, through their kochavim, through their mazalot, through their influence. And there, in the foreign land, Abraham is not going to have children. Hashem says, Lech lecha Go to the land of Israel, where the pasuk says, the land of Eretz, Eretz Asher Ene, the land of the, where the eyes of your God are on it, Mereshit Hashana, V'adacharit Hashana, until the end, until the end of the year. The influence of God and the land of Israel, there is no malach. Our mazal is not under the malach of any, uh, under the mazal of any other malach, of any other kuchav, of any other nation. It's directly under God. His interaction with it is directly complete. So Rachel says, Hava libanim, give me children. Yaakov Avinu says, Hatachat elokim anochi. Are we living in the land of Israel? That I am underneath God. I am in the land of Lavan. I'm sitting under his mazal, under his influence. I wish I could be in the land of Eretz Israel. I wish I could be there. But you know our history with Esav. There's nothing I could do at this moment to bring you to the place where we could have children. The irony of this statement is that what does it take for Yaakov to be able to move back, to be able to come back to Eretz Israel? 
to face Esav. What does he need? He needs the child that Rachel is speaking about. Because once Yosef is born, we know it says that the Bet Yosef is Lehava, Bet Esav is Lekash, the house of Esav is like straw, the house of Yosef is like fire. Once Yosef was born, Yaakov was very confident he could go back to Eretz Israel. But it was like the key was locked with a lock that he needed the key that was locked in in order to get out. Says Yaakov to Rachel, my hands are tied. Hatachat Elokim Anochi. Am I in the land of Israel that I could just have this, uh, you know, straight connection? Which is why, Rabotai, for many, many, many years, people who've needed a big Yeshua, aside from all the prayers that they did over here in Eretz Israel, they would travel to Eretz Israel themselves to be able to pray at the holy places, at the Kotel, at the Kivret Sadikim, to be able to get a, uh, a, a, a Yeshua, a salvation from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Second best, now we live in another world where you can actually ask someone to go to the Kotel to go pray for you for 40 days even and 40 nights in a row, which is a special sigula. There's many things that a person can do. But to me, to be able to look at this, uh, at this response from Yaakov Avinu and to realize that it's not Yaakov's anger or his impatience, Yaakov is actually trying to fulfill, he's trying his hardest to fill Rachel's bakasha. And uh, it, it actually is... Uh, a wonderful thing because it bothered me for so long. How can it be that this is Yaakov Avinu's response? It doesn't make sense. The Bechir Avot. And, uh, and always, as, as is always the case, when a person looks in the Torah, you find deeper and deeper meaning, more and more beautiful ideas, like the Gemara tells us, Hafokhba, the Hafokhba, turn it over, dig again. Hafokhba, the Hafokhba, the Kulaba, because everything is in the Torah. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen.